Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, when my son's not asking when he can go back to school, he's asking when does summer camp start? It is the one thing that he is so excited about because he missed last year. So he's desperate to go. We're desperate for him to go. And like a lot of other kids, he will be devastated to miss out on yet another season. And of course, we just got an email from our camp confirming attendance. But of course, the small print then says it's all dependent on if camps are allowed to open. So right now, camps across this province are trying to plan for a season that they don't even have a clue if they'll be allowed to open because, of course, no one in charge is telling us. And summer camps lost millions of dollars last year. But a second season of closures is going to spell the end for a lot of long-established camps that simply cannot absorb these massive losses. Jack Goodman is owner and director of Camp New Moon. He joins us now. Good to have you, Jack. Thanks for having me. It takes an awful long time to create these magical camp experiences, and in particular, New Moon has been around since the 50s. So this is not some overnight, uh, you know, project that is just up and running. You have a long, uh, a lot of time invested, a lot of money invested, um, and generations that come to your camp. What does the season look like right now for you guys? Well, it's uh, for us, and we're not. <laughs> there's so many examples of camps like ours that are. Uh, generational in in ownership and leadership. This is our third, uh, and um, everyone else is. Many others are in the same boat. Um, we are. You're absolutely right. Your introductory comments were fantastic. Uh, we, the the industry is extremely fragile right now, and um, we're doing our best to weather the storm. And um, we're hoping, like parents are and children are, that we can see a summer where our camps are filled with campers. So we're, we, we know that everyone that we've been working with within the health officials, within the Ministry of Health and the Office of the Chief Medical Officer of Health, the folks mm-hmm. that we've been working on in developing guidelines and protocols, they want camps to happen. Uh, many of them are parents of, of children who want to go to camp uh, as well. Um, and their focus and our focus, no different, uh, is to make sure that the conditions are such that we can run our camps in a careful, responsible way where the risk is as low as it possibly can be. Uh, But the decision-making process is extremely slow, and our biggest concern is that the runway for many camps is uh, getting too short, and for, unfortunately, a good number of camps, it has now become too short, and they're now having to pivot or, in some cases, close uh, for the summer. Yeah, that's so, a shame because uh, bottom line is, I mean, it's not just about opening up the camp. It, it, you've got to hire staff. Much of that would be students it's not returning from, well, they never really went to school. Um, but you've got to order in foods and, and prepare for sleepover and get all the help in. That, that doesn't just happen overnight. So have you even been able to hire staff yet? You know, there's 45,000 young adults and, and youth who work in camps across Ontario. We've been very fortunate. Uh, we've hired most of our staff. 
and uh, they've been fantastic. They're loyal, but they're sitting on the, on the edge of their seats as well. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we had a meeting the other night, and uh, they're all so excited. To, this is our, our senior leadership team, and they're excited to come to camp. But, you know, common questions are, well, so what do you think the chances are? And they don't want to be without jobs. Uh, they, they want to be at camp. And for so many of them, the uncertainty is no different than the parents or, or children. And, and you know, you've also made uh, a, all of the right points in terms of what the camps are dealing with. It's suppliers. It's contracts. You know, I, I wish we could wake up in the middle of June and just open our gates and say, come on in. But uh, many of us, it's it's a complex operation for overnight camps. And um, yeah. we're now, you know, that runway for so many of us is getting very tense as uh, we are getting very, very close, even though summer's six, eight weeks away. Yeah. And I mean, it's not just kids who are very lucky, you know, and, and have the privilege of going to camp. A lot of these camps, uh, you know, most camps have programs for kids um, who are in programs who can't go to camp because they can't afford it. There's a lot of camps, you know, kid, camps for kids who have uh, impairments, whether it's visual impairments or some kind of disability. All of these kids um, would be missing out on this experience. Yeah. And that's uh, another great point. The camps are, uh, there's such a diverse range of camps across Ontario, and they, uh, they're really microcosms of what exists in society. Camps for children who come from financially challenged homes, special needs camps, uh, very sophisticated camps, and uh, there are charities that exist to help send children to camp, and many of us subsidize mm-hmm. our campers and open our doors um, to campers that otherwise couldn't afford it. So, uh, you know, there's close to a million children who are going to um, hopefully experience camp over the course of the summer or take part in outdoor education programs. And um, they take, uh, they, they are not just enjoying what we feel camp can provide in terms of restoring their, their mental health, this, yeah. this, this term that people have coined social malnutrition. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we want to be able to provide those opportunities for the, for kids and give them that summer that, as you mentioned at the beginning of this, is so desperately needed. Yes, especially after missing so much school. I mean, the thought of now another closed down summer, you know, I know my son will be devastated if he can't go again uh, this year because he's been alone. Um, you know, they look forward to, to the socialization, the activities, the fun, and, and, and it, it robs all of them of that. And I think a second year, I mean, if anything, we should be fighting as hard as we can to get as many of these kids into a social um setting, um, you know, and take them out of the kind of the dark that they've all been in. And and my greatest concern, Jack, um, not just for your camp, but, you know, Taylor Staten camps, all these camps that have been around in Ontario for, for decades um, and built themselves over generations where you get parents and grandparents and kids going. When they go, they're not coming back. Well, look, we uh, overnight camps in Ontario and, and day camps as well. Uh, they've been around for so long, and we, we're we're world leaders in this whole industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, these camps are cultural gems of Ontario. And uh, if we can get kids back in, uh, we we do believe that being a camp and similar types of experiences are going to be as much uh, as important a shot in the arm to their mental, physical, and social health as the vaccines are going to be for society. Um, having said that, none of us 
want to run camps unless it's safe to do so. And, you know, the Ontario Camps Association camps uh, that we're all, that over 400 camps are part of, and we have an 88-year history of providing careful, carefully run, safe operations, at the, you know, with the highest possible standards of professionalism. And, um, you know, everyone wants to operate, but not at any cost. And that's why we've been working so closely with the health officials and medical experts, renowned medical experts across the province, to ensure that we can do it carefully and responsibly. So uh, we think that we can do it, but we just need the time so that we know how to proceed without waiting, you know, without, with such uncertainty. Right. We know we can't just, do anything about the pandemic. Uh, right. We certainly can establish the parameters under which we can operate. And that's what right. we're exactly. Yeah. And just quickly before I let you go, Jack, what is the dead, what's the cutoff line that you guys all need to know? Boy, that, that's the $64,000 question. Uh, I think this is going to be determined very much by each individual camp. Uh, unfortunately, I can say a year ago at this time, a year, a year ago, and we've been by regulation closed since last March. It took us until the 17th or 19th of May, I can't remember, when we, overnight camps were told they were officially closed. We continued... Many of us continue to work on plans so that we could find a way into the very beginning of June. So we have our staff. We're going to continue to hire. Uh, I don't want to give a deadline, um, a, a date. I want to. I think a lot of camps like ours want to push this as far as we possibly can before parents and children and right. staff start to look to other options. And... Um, <laughs> So there's no magical date. The sooner, the better. And um, that's what I think a lot of camps are hoping for. No kidding. Well, a lot of parents and kids, too. So we'll keep our fingers crossed and certainly uh, we'll catch up with you and hopefully get an update soon. Jack, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having uh, me on the show. And we're keeping our fingers crossed. And thanks for covering the story. It's great. It is Jack Goodman with uh, Camp New Moon, just one of many who are uh, literally hanging by their fingernails trying to run an operation and uh, keep going in a time when there's just not only no certainty, but there's no leadership. So the leadership has to step out and give these businesses an idea of when they can or if they can open. And I sure do hope they can open because the kids have lost enough.